0: Ah, 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 Good afternoon delight and welcome to the show that is sugary spiciness and everything niceness. On OCRFM, which is normally 98.3 FM, coal like district, but unfortunately not at the moment due to transmission issues. So instead, you might be tuned in on uh, 88.7 FM along the coast, or streaming online at acrfm.org.au, or uh, via the TuneIn app. And uh, it's been a while. <laughs> Max, how are you? Yeah, good. Uh, what's been happening in the what seems like months since we've uh, last been on air? We, we were here last month for Veganuary. But uh, all of a sudden, it's the middle of February. We've both been uh, away for a little bit. Yeah. Anything uh, Anything been happening in your life? Not really. Yeah. I was uh, quarantined for a week, thanks to the yeah. old rat test coming back positive, which was weird because I had absolutely no symptoms whatsoever, but uh, did the right thing. Didn't go anywhere or uh, near anybody. Yeah. How about yourself?
1: Yeah, I was in quarantine <laughs> too.
0: <laughs> so we both, we both had a... Uh, quarantine over different uh, weeks, so uh, it's good to be back in reality, though. Uh What did you do to keep yourself uh, occupied? Uh, Not much. Not much? Not much I really could do. Yeah. Any sweet treats? Yeah, some. Some? (laughs) (laughs) What got you through? Uh, Slowly, that said, I had... Yeah. yeah. For me, it was peanut M&Ms. They just (laughs) seem to remember my little snacky pack side of things that, uh, yeah, if I... Had to put myself through the gruelling uh, regime of watching television. I uh, just had some nearby to uh, <laughs> to keep the sugar levels up. Probably putting them through the roof, to be honest. <laughs> um, but uh, back in the swing of school as well. Yeah. So how's that all uh, going? Good. All settled in?
1: Sort of, yeah. <laughs> sort
0: of, yeah. Any highlights or lowlights? Um, not really, no. Yeah? Been a quiet start. Yeah. You, did your school have swimming sports or anything th- this early in the year? Yep.
1: yep. Yep, I think it was third day of school. Yep.
0: Or camps or anything like that?
1: Um, the year sevens have already been on their camp. Yep.
0: Yeah. Cool. cool. <laughs> it's a busy start of year. Back in my day, it was just, you know, get straight into the books and, uh... Now they do all this uh, getting to know you and learning stuff. I don't know. I don't know why you'd possibly want to uh, find out who else is in your class and get along with them for the year. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it has been a little while since last we were here. Um, up on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, we've we've been keeping people abreast with uh, some of the things that have been going on in the Lolly World. But uh, we've got uh, some things to uh, to catch you up on I guess so uh let's let's find out what's been happening in lolly news
1: and extra extra read all about
0: it life story of Playboy Penny. extra 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 read all about it thank you so uh there was an article we shared from taste.com.au uh about a a bit of a secret that the arnott's company have let out of the bag now, uh, sadly, not every single biscuit and lolly is going to be around forever. And so, uh, late last year, Arnott's discontinued their Honey Jumble biscuits. Have you been been across that? I don't know. Yeah. It, I, I didn't quite notice them not on the shelves anymore. It's not really been my go-to. However, there's been an absolute outcry from people who are Honey Jumble lovers. And uh, they... We're campaigning for, you know, bring back the uh, the honey jumble. Arnott's haven't done that. Instead, they have released the secret recipe so that people can make them at home themselves. Because <laughs> they just couldn't justify putting uh, this product back into production. Uh, so instead they've said, you know, here you go. If you're really missing them that much, um, why not? make yourself a batch <laughs> yeah and um, th- that then prompted people to go well give us the, uh, the recipe to your lattice biscuits because uh, they they've been off the shelf as well and um, so they suggested maybe an Arnit sayo cracker um, that <laughs> has been adapted into a lattice biscuit instead because those lattice biscuits are great for like cheesecake bases. Um, and being used in, in that way. So, um, yeah, there's a couple of things there that we shared on the, uh, the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Um, something else has been the, uh, the, the absolute blast of what we're going to be looking at in our uh, What's New segment today. There's a particular item that's celebrating 100 years. There's, there's two companies uh, this year in the, the lolly world. That are celebrating a, a centenary. One of them is Cadbury, and the other is Lifesavers. So uh, one of them is going to feature in the the program today for our What's New. Won't tell you which one just yet. And um, yeah, we will we'll definitely be uh, tapping into celebrating with both those products. But uh, one in particular is going absolutely gangbusters, and just it's just everywhere at the moment. So um, of course Easter. Uh, is just around the corner as well so uh, ever since December 26th we've had uh, heaps and heaps of uh, easter eggs popping up on the shelves so um, yeah that, uh, that's a bit of a catch up on what's new or what's news <laughs> in uh, in the lolly world and um, we'll take a very quick break and we'll be back after this to jump into today's topic An afternoon delight. It is time for our uh, trip down memory lane to find out all about this week's topic, which is lolly gobble bliss bombs. Have you any idea what I'm talking about? No. <laughs> You're shaking your head there. Um, so just from the name alone, what do you think they might be? Lolly gobble bliss bombs? I don't know. Flavoured. Things. Flavoured things, yeah. They are an Australian snack food, so proudly Australian-owned, made by the Greens Food Company. Released in the 1970s, they're quite a unique product, flavour and creation-wise. So, it's popcorn that's caramelised, um, which you might say, oh yeah, I've had caramel popcorn before. But nay, you have never had it quite like a lolly wisp bomb. <laughs> Um, so they're similar to the American Cracker Jack, um, product, which is molasses-flavoured caramel-coated popcorn and peanuts, and, uh, so these are a nutty caramel-flavoured popcorn. I'm not sure if originally the, um, the Lolly Gobble Bliss Bombs had peanuts through them, um, but, uh, these have, uh chopped up nuts in them as well which gives it that nutty flavor so uh, the concept was first floated by the head food technologist for greens sir sean mcmaster good on you sean in the late 1960s but they delayed production due to uncertainty of the market appeal people were thinking why would you want a a nut flavored um, popcorn but it's not really a nut flavored popcorn it's a The mix and the caramel. So it's coated with this toffee uh, flavour, and then it's rolled in crushed peanuts. So if you think (laughs) texture-wise in your head what that's going to be like, um, you're on a bit of a rocky journey to, to jump the first hurdle, I guess. So if you're not a fan of peanuts, but you are a fan of the toffee butter nut or butterscotch kind of flavour uh, you can be swayed either way with these because they as I say, quite a unique taste. They're known for their very colourful package um, and it has kind of surreal psychedelic artwork and the initial marketing was developed by Frank Morgan, who um, uh, drew out this character with, like big hair, crazy eyes very 60s, 70s kind of hippie Um, explosion sort of stuff and over the years it's varied, but uh, these days it's got um, a very wide-eyed, kind of freaked out looking guy, he's got stars in his eyes, there's explosions and lollygobble bliss bombs uh, flying all over the packet Um, but uh, yeah, if you've never had these before and you're from another country, as I say Crackerjack, very similar or there's another um, product in the American market called Screaming Yellow Zonkers. Um, which, again, similar in the, the packaging and the promotion, but uh, not quite in the taste. These, these are very unique because of the toffee-peanut combination. Um, the closest we've come recently is uh, they had the Golden Gay Time Popcorn. Uh, on out on the market, yeah. which I was really hoping to go head-to-head with on the show. Sadly, it doesn't look like it's being uh, produced anymore. We had it here on the um, show a few months ago, but uh, I can't find it anymore. <laughs> but that is the closest that I've come to finding something similar to the Lolly Gobble bliss Bomb. But there you go. That's a, a brief history, uh, and I'm sure that... Uh, Anyone who's had it before, uh, if you head to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page, Lolly Gobble Bliss Bombs, what are your memories? Let us know. Or you can text 0439 329 713. We'll uh, put Max out of his misery in a moment and let him taste his very first one right after this break as we go head to head. Ladies and gentlemen, strap yourselves in for this week's great confectionery debate as we pit two similar lollies against each other to decide an overall champion. It is time on Afternoon Delight for our head-to-head debate. As I said, I was uh, desperately wanting to pit these uh, lolly gobble bliss bombs alongside the... Um, very similar Golden Gay Time popcorn that uh, was released just like last year. However, sadly, they don't make them <laughs> that I could find. So, uh, instead, we've gone with the next best thing, which is the uh, Cobb's Sea Salted Caramel Popcorn. And, um, yeah, they... We're just pouring them out uh, for a sample here, Max. And uh, what's your initial thoughts just on looks alone?
1: They just look like normal caramel popcorn.
0: Mhm. Pretty, pretty uh, unassuming. Mhm. They got a yeah uh, you know, that toffee caramel glaze to them. Yeah. But uh, there's big chunks of um, peanut that's also in the mix. And as I say, that's that's definitely what. Uh, what makes them stand out? So, do you want to go the caramel popcorn first or the lollygobble bliss bomb? Caramel. Caramel. Okay, we'll start off with that one. So, a, uh, a brownish tinge to the outside. I think these are these darker, perhaps, than the yeah lollygobble bliss bombs. And is there's a glaze or have they been more powdery? Hmm, cooked into it. So. Uh, what do we got here? Whole grain, no added flowers, vegan, nut free, made in Melbourne, and yeah, it's popped corn. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's more a powder coating than any sort of dipped in coating. Mhm. What's the flavour doing for you? It's a light caramel flavour. Mm, quite salty. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, they're not kidding when they say that it's uh, sea-salted caramel, which I guess is all the rage when it comes... You don't just make caramel anything anymore. You've got to add salt to it for some reason. Yeah. Um, that sweet and salty tang. Yeah, it's a very light caramel taste. I can taste more salt than caramel. Yeah. Um... And it almost makes the the popcorn taste too plain, mm-hmm. um, not stale like sometimes flavored popcorns. I know the uh, the rainbow popcorn because <laughs> of the the coating on that. It often tastes yeah. really old, <laughs> but um, it's it's got a crunch to it. Yeah, but um, yeah, quite salty. Whereas it these Lolly Gobble bliss bombs, you can still see the 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 natural popped corn kernel underneath and it's got a uh, very tough outer shell of toffee Mm -hmm. so uh, let's down a couple of those and let me know what you think in relation to the the two of them
1: they're more sweeter Mm
0: -hmm. and crunchier very crunchy now there's a, um, a lolly history memories page on uh, the internet from Warilla Court who have uh, asked the question that we ask each week here on the show which is, uh, what's your memory of uh, various things? So there are uh, 2010 post <laughs> asking about lolly gobble bliss bombs and the author of the post says uh, they're a treat for them throughout the 70s partly because of the quirky name and also the caramel taste very good marketing though uh, back in the day lollygobble bliss bombs were known for their bizarre packaging psychedelic artwork and a whole guff about the product which didn't make any sense the original box was a dark blue purple color that's interesting because i've only ever um grown up with a bright yellow background so i wonder when that changed But um, I was reminded recently that each box had a toy inside. Um, The toys were pretty dang good. I used to urge my mum to buy them and was so excited when I saw a box in the pantry. We don't really see that much anymore. Have, Have you grown up with chip packets that have toys or collector cards or anything in them? I don't think so. That was definitely a thing in the 90s that we used to collect Tarzos, which were... Uh, little plastic <laughs> discs. You could technically play games with them, but you just collected them um, for their different pictures and stuff that they had on them. And I know Twisties and. Ooh, there was another chip company used to have um, the Oddbods collector cards in them. But apparently, yeah, Lollygobble Bliss Bombs had uh, plastic toys that you would collect in them. Um, Buglies were were one of the <laughs> the um, the toys, according to uh, Pete and um, there's also um, some messages on this post as people have been updating them as they go. Um, I s- cannot uh, get an image of the old box unfortunately, but um, they're advertising. Uh, was was quite out there, so someone <laughs> has uh, put a quote from an old uh, Lollygobble Bliss Bomb ad. This film was shot at night, and the director in the morning. Um, so they didn't take themselves all that all that seriously. I know there's. I'm not sure how uh, PC it would be in today's standards, but there was a um, an old Lolly Gobble Bliss Bomb ad of uh, a an older lady um, uh, hearing the doorbell going to answer the door and then having a, a stripper gram on the front doorstep um, start to do a bit of a dance and then the kid uh, standing in the background eating the lo- lollygobble bliss bombs uh, realising that this is uh, definitely the wrong address but um, let us know if you've got memories of lollygobble bliss bombs um, jump on the Afternoon Delight Facebook page and uh, and share them, but uh, head to head, what's your thoughts, Max, of the lolly gobble bliss bombs and the sea salted caramel popcorn from the Cobbs company? They're good. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah. What's uh, what's the winning factor for you?
1: I think lolly Go- gobble bliss bomb because crunchy and more flavour.
0: Yeah, I, as I say, because it's coated in it. I think it just gives it that extra kick yeah. that uh, knocks the sea salt for six. Yeah. As much as the sea salted caramel is nice, I is it's too salty. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, let us know. We'll post that up on the uh, Afternoon Delight Facebook page. Which team are you on? Team <laughs> LGBB? <laughs> I'm not sure if that's any easier to say than lollygobble bliss bomb or uh, sea salted popcorn. We'll take a quick break. We'll be back after this with our sweetest tune, so stick around. <laughs> afternoon delight it is time for our uh, sweetest tune which uh, we find a song that kind of uh, links in to today's topic we're talking lolly gobble bliss bombs which are a nutty caramel flavored popcorn and on the back of the packaging uh, they give us a bit of a a a rundown of uh, what the the title infers so uh, what does the word bliss mean to you max i don't know <laughs> if you're in a state of bliss um I can't remember <laughs> <laughs> happiness perhaps yeah. yeah delight uh a cause of great joy yeah. uh, they also say bliss being the noun that describes lightness of the heart So, uh, if you combine happiness and bombs, there is a particular tune that was released by uh, famous Welsh singer Tom Jones in collaboration with a German DJ, um, Moose T, released in 1999, called Sex Bomb. And uh, it was a top three hit in Germany, Iceland, Italy, Spain, the UK, and Austria, and uh, it did reasonably well here in australia as well Um, the uh the top spot that it took out was the euro chart uh number one in europe and france um in australia the the aria charts had only made it to number 35 but uh let's take a listen to this week's sweetest tune this is tom jones and moose tea with sex with That is Tom Jones and Moose Tea on Afternoon Delight with Sex Bomb. Have you heard that one before, Max? No. No? <laughs> what do you think for uh, a 90s track? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not hitting the mark? No. No? Oh, dang. Just my childhood again. Um, speaking of which, uh, we might have listeners from the UK who might be hearing the term lollygobble bliss bomb and getting a bit confused because, uh, as I said, these are an Australian product. But they have an ice cream, or had an ice cream, called the Lolly Gobble Choc Bomb. Seems a very similar name to me. But uh, these Lolly Gobble Choc Bombs are a strawberry ice cream that has a chocolate centre and it's dipped in sprinkles. So it's definitely a, uh, a unique combination yet again. Um... They're produced by uh, the Lion's Maid Company. And, uh, yeah, it's kind of like a chocolate bar in the middle of an ice cream. Mm-mm. Which is uh, very, very unique indeed. Um, and they had various flavours, but uh, uh, came out in the 70s. So, similar time to the Lolly Bliss Bombs. So, I'm wondering if, um, if there was something about the terminology... Back in that era, like, mm-hmm. why lollygobble bliss bomb? Why lollygobble chalk bomb?
1: Yeah,
0: uh, not quite as exciting in the the marketing and packaging though. The the lion's made chocolate bar. Um, it came. It comes with a quiz stick, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I'm assuming means that once you've finished licking up all the ice cream, there would be a either a fun fact or uh, maybe a quiz question. That's something again. Have you grown up with? Ice creams that have that, yeah. <laughs> your eyes have lit up. <laughs> what sort of uh, what sort of things have been on um, ice cream sticks in your uh, lifetime?
1: Like, just questions about different things.
0: Yeah. We used to have lots yeah. of competitions, like Paddle Pops. Yeah. The Liquor Prize competition. Do they still have that? I don't know. Yeah? You used to have to... Uh, they would have a picture that was split across different paddle pop sticks that you had to try and collect and if you matched you know all three you could send away and uh, (laughs) win a prize or uh that have paw prints that would give you a a free ice cream (laughs) but uh yeah i'm not sure if they still have those campaigns
1: yeah i don't think so
0: Mm. but uh let us know if you've got any lolly gobble bliss bomb memories and uh we'll take a quick break we'll be back after this to share a recipe
1: Something
0: up with me. Time to share a recipe on Afternoon Delight. And uh, what could we possibly be cooking up today, Max? Lollygobble. This film <laughs> <laughs> Homemade version. So, uh, yep. what do we
1: need? Two thirds of a cup of popping corn kernels. 250 gram packet of pecan nuts quarter of a cup of olive oil or vegetable oil, 250 grams of butter, one and a half cups of white sugar, and four tablespoons of honey, and canola spray.
0: And I guess you could uh, substitute the pecans for peanuts if you wanted to stay true to the original. hmm Yeah, what do we need to do? Pop the corn kernels in a fry
1: pan with a lid. Grease baking trays with a light spray of canola oil and lay the popcorn on the trays. Chop pecans thoroughly but in smallish pieces or scatter over the popcorn. Melt butter in a saucepan and add honey, then the sugar, stir on high and let it bubble slash boil until all the sugar is dissolved. Turn down the sugar to let it simmer and let it caramelize. This should take about four minutes. At this stage you need to be quick. Pour the sugar mixture over your trays and then with two tablespoons mix it through the popcorn and pecans trying to get an even coverage as the toffee starts to cool then pat it down with your hands and sweep uncovered popcorn into the middle of covered popcorn pressing down. Leave to cool for about 10 minutes then break up and put into an airtight container or ziploc ziplock bag.
0: And you will need to actually break it up, because otherwise you'll end up with uh, kind of a, a block of toffee <laughs> with popcorn in it. Which, hey, that doesn't sound too bad either. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it's a um, a swift process to uh, to make sure that the lollygobble bliss bombs do get coated evenly without it just becoming a solid block of, of toffee. But uh, we'll, post, we'll post We will pop that uh, recipe up on the Facebook page right now if you want to have a go at making your own um, and we'll be back after this break to check out what's new on the shelf. What's new what's Time now on Afternoon Delight to check out what's new on the shelf. And uh, as said at the top of the show, a couple of centenary celebrations this year with uh, Cadbury turning 100 for their Australian manufacturing. And also Lifesavers have been uh, on the market since 1921. So which of those two are we looking at today? Well, Lifesavers have... Just started popping up everywhere. They're they're in uh, Easter eggs. Yeah. Uh, And Daryl Lee have partnered with them to create a block of chocolate, uh, fruit tingles and raspberry jelly. So um, it's kind of branching out, I guess, into the Marvelous Creations line that uh, do a bit of a mix and match with all these odd combos. So uh, this is a block of Daryl Lee chocolate. That has pieces of fruit tingle through it. So, uh, as I say, future Eps, we're definitely going to uh, have a squeeze at the history of Lifesavers and uh, also Cadbury. But mm-hmm. uh, for this What's New, this is a combination between Lifesavers and Daryl Lee. So, uh, what do you got there, Max? It's
1: basically just a normal block of chocolate
0: mm-hmm.
1: with Lifesaver.
0: uh, (laughs) Yeah, so little bits of smashed up kind of flecks of Lifesaver. Uh, Fruit tingles specifically. So what are you expecting when you bite into this one? I don't know. (laughs) Okay, well, let's see what happens as you uh, munch down on that. Because fruit tingles have a specific uh, quality to them. No? <laughs> no special taste sensation in this one? I, I'm predicting that there should be some sort of reaction. depending. Although they are very small pieces, maybe it's not going to do what I was expecting. There's big hunks of the raspberry jelly mm-hmm. and quite a smooth chocolate. Oh, maybe the the fruit tingle pieces are a bit too small to be doing. Have you had fruit tingles before? I don't know. (laughs) You don't know, okay. So you don't necessarily know what uh, I was expecting to happen. So fruit tingles are quite fizzy. Fizzy by nature. So I was expecting, uh, not like a popping candy sensation, but more a, a, you know, tingle your tongue sort of thing. Are you getting that at all? A little bit. A little bit? Yeah. But they are, yeah, they're not going to... um, Give you the full fruit tingle sensation, unless you specifically get the uh, the fruit tingle peaks in the right spot mm-hmm. on your tongue, which is quite hard because um, when I'm looking at it, they're just little shards of fruit tingle. If they were a little bit bigger, kind of the mini M M&M and M size, I think you'd get a good yeah. Uh, a good dose of it but uh what's the what's the flavor doing for you
1: it's good
0: good yeah yeah What texture wise
1: chocolate smooth and uh, um lifesaver bits give it a bit of
0: crunch yeah the um the raspberry jelly piece is very chewy Mm -hmm. It's almost the consistency of your raspberry bullet, which I'm wondering, considering it is uh, made by Daryl Lee, if it is, um, that's what it is, raspberry bullet pieces. They haven't specifically said that, but um, they're very chewy. Yeah. Makes you work work for the flavour a bit. But yeah, as I say, I'm a little bit sad that the fruit tingle doesn't give the... The fizz of a fruit tingle. Yeah. can't have everything, I guess. Um, thumbs up, thumbs down for that one then? Two thumbs up. Two thumbs up? You're fan. Yep. I'm only giving it one just because of the expectation that I had. <laughs> um, probably no fault of Daryl Lee or, uh, lifesavers in general. But, um, yeah, you've got to work for the, the tingle, unfortunately, in this yeah. block. Um, Maybe that would be my... My only suggestion was if the, the fruit tingle pieces were a bit bigger, kind of similar consistency or s- similar size to the, the jelly pieces to, to give it an even match. Mm-hmm. That way you'd definitely get the the pop and the fizz... Well, almost out of time we best open up this week's Kinder surprise. kind
1: Kin 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 kin
0: kin Radio Max is uh, peeling off the wrapper there of the Kinder Surprise, which uh, <laughs> the wrapper is very keen to stay on the the egg this time round. Stuck to it. It has been uh, a few weeks since we did a show, and of course, prior to this, we had the uh, the January specials, which uh, we didn't open the Kinder Surprises because. Um, They've got a milk chocolate base. Therefore, they weren't vegan friendly. It's a bird. Okay, so inside we've got a bird of some description. What what bird are you predicting here? I don't know. Oh, okay, so it's a yellow body. Maybe some sort of parrot, or... We'll let Max describe as he puts it together. The legs don't want to go in. <laughs> the legs don't want to go in. <laughs> um... Okay, well, Max is uh, fiddling around with that one. As I said, the uh, the Lifesavers seem to be popping up everywhere. They've got uh, Blackcurrant Pastel Bites, um, the Fruit Tingle Chocolate Eggs and Chocolate Bunnies as well. And uh, we'll have a quick recap of, uh, as I said, the last episodes we did were the Veganuary episodes, and uh, we had a look at Sweet and Savory. Our Savory episode was asking the head-to-head question, um, which of the the biscuit, the biscuit dry biscuit range, Ritz or Savoy, were your uh, preferred ones? Uh, Brianna said Ritz because they are softer. And Robin says either, depending on the topping, which was very good. I think that was my point as well, that um, you're not necessarily going to sit down to a, a, a box of Savoys or Ritz and just eat them on their own. Yeah. You, you need to have them with something. Oh, Max, you've uh, you finished that one off there. What yep. do we end up with? I don't know what type of bird it is. Maybe some sort of cockatoo, perhaps? Yeah, I don't it's know. It's got a uh, curved beak and a little grey comb. Yeah, it could, I don't know, some sort of tropical yellow parrot. <laughs> yeah. Not quite looking like Rio, no. but similar. But there you go, that is our Lolly Gobble Bliss Bomb episode for this week. Thank you very much for tuning in and hopefully uh, people will be able to listen again soon on 98.3. We've got um, a wonderful technician uh, currently repairing the transmission uh, receiver. So hopefully that won't be uh, too long away. For now though, stick around for Australian Music is Bloody Great and all things going well, we'll be back same time next Sunday from 3pm and if you want to get in contact head to the Afternoon Delight Facebook page. yeah Catch you then. Bye bye.
1: See
0: Gonna grab some afternoon
1: delight.
0: My motto's always been when it's right it's right. Why wait until the middle of a cold dog night.
1: When everything's a little clear in the light of day. Night is always gonna be
0: there anyway. Thinking of use waking up my appetite. Looking forward to a little afternoon delight. Rubbing sticks and stones together makes the spark ignite. And the thought of love when you is getting
1: so exciting. Skylight rockets in flight. Oh, afternoon delight.
0: Yeah